God, what time is it? It's time for Brethren Around, episode number 56. I am your host, Mr. Wes Gardner, and joining me is uh, a very special guest, uh, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Has made his way into the uh, into the fold. How are you today, sir? Oh. <laughs> so, if you guys are not watching the YouTube archive, which you should be, um, you, you YouTube archive, Twitch archive, whatevs. Yeah, either either way, Twitch. Go go watch it. World premieres live. Felt like Jim Ross Thursday. there for a second, where it's just. <laughs> well, by God. Just sitting there with the fucking hat on. The stakes have never been higher. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm your host, Mr. West Gardner. Um, welcome to episode number 56 of Brothering Around. And joining me, the two gentlemen. Uh, we all three make the three musketeers. We got Mr. Marco Flores, nerd in the bay himself. How are you, sir? It's still right out. Dude, it is. What is happening? <laughs> we are like recording so like two hours early. Right, yeah. It's really bright. Well, I don't know, you're used to natural lighting right now. That's that's good, man. And like, you can't tell because mine looks like a really dank hookah bar or something in the background, like <laughs> like really dark and oh, uh, like, base store right now. That, that's right. Yeah, come on in, man. I'll sell you all of the bad Radio Shack shit you could possibly want. Just <laughs> come on in. Come on to Buddha Bar. I've that's I've the been to vape shops with that with that lighting. So I mean, yeah, you come and say, hey, bro, we got the new. I don't know any like actual vape lingo. Yeah, like, we got the chargers. That uh, what kind yeah. of tank you using? <laughs> you got the Nos tank. Uh, with <laughs> I just say car lingo, <laughs> bro. You need your you need yourself a baby beast tank. Get, get yourself the ice pack. It makes twice as much noise. Get you a lift kit on your vape, man. What? I that doesn't make any sense. Listen, <laughs> lift bro, kit. I work in the shop. Bro, the <laughs> lift kit gets you maximum smokage. If you want your passenger passenger seat to lift up and click <laughs> now, right? You, you hit the button on the side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Uh... I've, I've I've dealt with people that worked in shops and didn't know what the hell they were talking about, and they would just come up with stuff. I'm like, bro, bro, <laughs> the adults are talking now. Right? <laughs> they try to be like the salesman. Ah, see, sir, this one has exactly what you need. And then just I shake my head and I'm like, you don't know what I need, yeah, sir. Amateurs. <laughs> and we got Todd EVF. What's going on? Yo, so we gotta go into like dank. Like, what's your craziest shop story for like walking into a shop and having having like someone talking mad shit about? Oh, it's whatever. I, would, I mean, I would I would go into shops and I would um you the shop I used to go to all the time before they moved and kind of sort of changed owners. Um, they basically had uh, a almost like a bar set up so you could just hang out there. Oh, okay. so. So the thing, like they didn't serve alcohol. Like the new shop, um, the new owner uh, at the new shop is like he has got the liquor license, so he could sell beer out of there and stuff. And I'm oh, like, wow. ah, it's not the kind of place I want to go to. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I would just sit there like all almost all day on a, on a day off and and listen to people go, dude, these coils are fantastic. <laughs> and I'm like, let me see those. And I'm like. What, what gauge wire are you using? Bro, I don't even know. And I'm like, those are 26 gauge, regular Canthal, 
with a six wrap. Hmm. They're fantastic. Try this. And then I would hand them mine. They're like, oh, what was that? And I'm like, <laughs> those are hand built twisted 24s. Well, three like three strands <laughs> of the 24 gauge canthal. And, you know, basically just little things like that. Like, I, uh, for me, I, I don't buy coils, I build them. So yeah. um, it's one of those things I do. So I got to know like Ohm's law and all the other stuff. So I make sure things are safe. Yeah. And I would have somebody going, dude, you got to vape a 0.04. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I, li- I just like that you're like the artisanal, like craftsman of the group yeah. where, where, where it's yeah. more of like, like, hey, the man, I got this really cool thing. And you're like, no, 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 With- no. no. <laughs> Listen, sir, (laughs) we'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like you put the, yeah, you put that away. Let's talk about the real McCoy. I mean, I got a few, uh, few different setups, one of which I just dropped. (laughs) But I mean, um, I got like this one here, this little two battery job. (laughs) That looks Uh, like a gun magazine. Like it genuinely (laughs) looks like. (laughs) And then I got this, this is the one I'm currently using. Um, I'm really liking this one, but, um, got a drip atomizer on there it's got a large reservoir but um you can kind of see hand-built coils that kind of shit i mean this is extra value (laughs) right for the for those Uh that are watching the archive yeah a little bit extra Um, for her pleasure action but i mean mean, it's just like the little vape stuff like you get people talking the shit all the time like oh i know what i'm talking about motherfucker you don't yeah i've been you know i've been I've been vaping for several years. I've been building my own coils for about that long as well. Cause you start with a standard kit and you're like, this isn't doing it for me. Like when I went to the shop the first time, uh, the guy working there, who <clears throat> was actually my roommate, um, said to me, <clears throat> so, um, what are you looking to do? And I'm like, I'm just looking for a basic starter. And he goes, you'll be back in a week. And I'm like, well, why is that? And he goes, because I know you, and I know you like to fuck with things, and I know you'll shit. be unhappy. And it's yeah. not even you'll break it. It's just that it won't perform the way you want it to, and right. you'll want something that does. Yeah. And then from there, one week later, I'm back there in the shop going, all right, I need something else. <laughs> Get rid of this Fisher-Price shit. Give yeah, me the I real mean, thing. Yeah. I... I Almost, uh, almost exactly like that. But it was just one of those situations. I moved to like a, um, I was still using the standard like bullshit tanks, but I moved to my first mod, which actually looked like a pipe. And I would actually, you would hold it like that and had the button right on the top of the the thing. Nice. "Mm, Yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Then I burnt that fucker out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I, I, I built coils for, um, for my first, um, my first setup and it got so hot that the wire from the button to uh where the atomizer hooked up desoldered oh jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that that sounds like my freaking uh yeah my av to hdmi thing you see this high powered action this shouldn't be doing that i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and then i mean then from there i've I mean, I've only had like a handful of equipment. Yeah. Um, I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, the new thing? I need the new thing. I'm just like, 
I mean, I ran uh, mechanical mods, which is basically a tube, a button, and a contact. That's it. Nothing else. So there's no regulation, no circuit boards, none of that other shit. I ran those for years. And then uh, just within the last well, within the last year, I moved into, well, maybe I want to be able to vary my, my wattage and my temperature control and do all yeah. this other stuff. <laughs> it opened up a whole new world. A right. whole new Wow. <laughs> wow. But uh but yeah, I mean it's just there is a the vape game is is weird. It sounds it, it sounds like it's deep dish. Like it's it's, just... it's, it's some dank ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> dank. Yeah. True dankness. Oh. Uh, that that kind of reminds me like Marco, have you ever run into, you know, whenever you were you know, martial arts class and stuff like that? Like you get yeah. these people from out of town that come in and they're like, "No, no, see, you got to do your spin kick like this." And then they'll do some like weird hip movement, and you're like, "What the fuck yeah. is going on here?" Like that's that? what I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Did you well, just you're gonna... have a stroke?" <laughs> yeah, it's like well, you're gonna break your own leg doing that right. shit. Why are you locking your knees? <laughs> right. I like to punch like this. <laughs> and you're like, "Well, you're you're gonna die. You're just yeah. whatever fight happens, you're gonna die. That's fine." Yeah. Yeah, so what happens when somebody comes at you with a knife? I'm gonna punch like this. No, you should run. <laughs> yeah, you scream and then and then you run. Yeah, here's here's a whistle for you so you can break <laughs> that. Exactly. Oh man. So there, there's only one main thing, uh, and it's kind of an old man topic, or it can it can easily divulge into an old man topic. Uh, but yes. back in my day, um, so but hill it, it's kind of it, there's this, there's this weird balance now with you know every every single month, and this is cheap shilling at its finest. But every single month on Western boxes, I get a video games monthly box, and they send uh, like retro games, like physical retro games, to your door. It's really cool. Go check it out. And uh. There was this, uh, a few of the other YouTube creators that I like to watch quite a bit. One of the guys, name's Reggie, Radical Reggie, he put up a video where he says, like, this is why I don't buy new games, like games as they come out. And, you know, he's a big fighting game fan. Um, and he was talking about he, he waits to get the complete edition of games because by that time, all of the DLC is usually put on a disc. Right. right. So you get the whole complete game. You don't have the game. And the example he brought up is Street Fighter V. Um, he also brought up like Resident Evil 7. But mm. he went into detail about Resident Evil 7, which was some bullshit. And this is why I kind of wanted to introduce this topic to you guys to see what you guys think about it. So apparently, yeah. the Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition comes with everything. However, all it is is the same vanilla disc. Like the same game that you would have got at launch, and then download codes for the rest of the DLC. Like to where it's not mm -hmm. put on the disc. It's because what what I like to think of is you know that Xbox 360, the Xbox Live arcade game, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Try to go yeah. find that anywhere. Oh yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's gone forever. It's gone yeah. forever. It is not online. You can, it's not backwards compatible. No server has it up. That game is gone. That is a video game that was very good that you cannot get. There is no way to legally obtain that. I mean, Castle of Illusions like that too, the remake. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, if you already own it, you can re-download it, but that's that's it. I right. mean, you can't like, do anything else. PT is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that right. Silent Hills. Oh, PT Kojima. was even worse though. Like yeah. you downloaded once you deleted it, and it was it's off their servers. Gone. Gone. Yeah. That is a game that literally will never exist again unless someone does a deep dive like ten years from now and whatever. Yeah. But as far as like archival purposes, it's gone. There, yeah. there's there's a Wikipedia entry about it. That's it. There's no mm-hmm. museum that's going to have this thing. Like as far as we know, as of today's date. There is no way to get that, period. Um, and then, you know, you talk about the dreaded idea of like, okay, I love Steam. I have over 1,200 games on Steam. I have yeah. like 500 games on Godal Games, a bunch of just random downloadable things everywhere. And like, you mm-hmm. know, Marco, uh, you know, you got some PSN games. I got some PSN mm-hmm. games. What happens when those servers fully go down? What happens? Uh, you know you can't you can't play the online portion of it if there is or that game is totally unplayable if it's online only yeah yeah or if it has to check like if it has to check that you're online if they don't patch that out because like shit man i tried to play street fighter cross tekken because i got it in that humble bundle the the fighting game one Mm -hmm. and i was like oh yeah it's like the five dollar tier of course i've always wanted to play this i cannot play it can't play it it has okay. games for Windows Live. Oh. So what happens is you turn the game on and it loads to try to log you into games for Windows Live, which mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. There's no server for GFW. So games for Windows Live crashes out and then it crashes the game back to desktop because mm-hmm. it couldn't authenticate the server, even though there is no server. It doesn't exist anymore. So like right. here's a game I kind of want to try because I was a, I I remember when the game came out and Marco and I would chat about it a lot and I was like dude I love Street Fighter I love Tekken this sounds awesome um, it didn't do as well as everyone hoped and they did some weird yeah. gym stuff and it was kind of you know the game wasn't quite what everyone wanted but it's almost besides the point because now I can't even try like yeah I could go buy a PS3 copy of it yeah uh, which you have to look for a PS3 or or Xbox you know, copy. I Which mean, might be a better way anyway, because it's physical, you know? Well, and, and I'm looking at it right now, um, and I just shared a link with you. Yeah. And uh, there's actually a compu- community mod to actually patch oh. out games for okay. Windows Live. Awesome. So, yeah, so. so thank God for the community, you know, because yeah. without that, if they just pull the plug on a thing, I think, like, Fallout 3 is the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Fallout 3 on computer requires games for Windows Live. Um, janky just like it's weird so you know i'm kind of happy now you can't really see it because it's so dark back there but like all the classic games and retro games and stuff i like the fact of getting a physical collection again because who cares if they pull a server on the virtual console and i can't download fucking ogre battle for the super nintendo i have it like i have that shit i'll put it in the retron like i'll just play that shit um what 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 are your guys thoughts on the because I think all of us really toe that line pretty well that we have a lot of digital only games or like we got them on sale on PSN mm-hmm. or, you know, Steam or whatever. But then we also have some physical games that we also have. I mean, what's kind of your preferred way of doing business? I mean, I'm strictly, I mean, I guess I have some digital, but I'm strictly physical because yeah. at least a lot of the games that I do have are more of the niche kind, like right. the Yakuza. The Sukodins and all that stuff. So I know, and they're not popular 
at this point, at least with Yakuza being popular, more popular like the recent years. Gotcha. I know that they're you know they're not like general widespread. So I'm like I know I have I'm gonna grab those copies rather than buying a digital. I mean the only digital one I have is Yakuza Five because they didn't <laughs> come out with a disc. That's right. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm mainly a physical copy person. Do you think like in the future with the next systems you get, you're going to kind of be the same way? Like you're, you're going to probably stick to it or. If I, if I'm still sticking to the trend of like more niche type games and not general, like, you know, most popular games. um, Yeah. I'm most likely going to keep doing that. But you know, other, other than that, like uh, it's, it's not hard to find Yakuza games now because you know, everybody's like learning about Yakuza and then, you know, just, I mean, Street Fighters is still going to be out there, yeah. uh, you know, being an ongoing, you know, game. Um, I mean, yeah, that's not not that many games out there right now that I'm playing that are, you know, other than Yakuza and like if ever a uh, Sakoda never comes back, um, I'm more of the niche type. But gotcha, yeah. So kind of physical. Least, I'll I'll look for the niche games first and then keep an eye on them. Like, okay, should I get it? Okay, I should get the physical copy and then right. But that, and that's put that that's in the that's a good way to do it. Yeah, because that, that way you build your library. But now I'm yeah. seeing that, like, all the niche titles, like, oh, my God, go on eBay and try to find a working designs game yeah. from, like, the PS. Oh, my God. You know, like, good luck. Um, but, yeah, like, Suicoden. Yeah, go go look at those prices. for Suicoden 1's not as bad, but look at Suicoden yeah. 2. Let's just, let's just look <laughs> at that $250 price tag for a complete <clears throat> inbox. Yeah, it's, I mean, in my case... I was very much a physical um, collector. I'll still occasionally get the physical version, mm-hmm. but I've pretty much limited it to like more of like the collector's editions. Gotcha, right. So like Fallout 4, I got the PC collector's edition with the, the fucking Pip-Boy because yeah. I wanted the Pip-Boy. That's the only <laughs> That's, reason why I got it. Hey, fair play, right? Yeah. Um, but most of the times lately, like if I look at this current gaming console generation. I have an Xbox One. I own physically three games. Yeah. Everything else is digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Dead Rising 3, I think Titanfall, and um, there's one other game, uh, Forza 5. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three yeah. <laughs> fucking games I actually physically own. Everything else, though, has all been digital. I've been moving more into that direction, mm-hmm. um, but if it, there is something that I am passionate about, I'll go out of my way and I'll buy the, the physical version. Gotcha. Yeah. As m- much like Marco said, as a backup, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I, like last night we were kind of talking about this in a chat uh, about like, oh, people buying multiple copies of a game, and I said, I mean, it's not like I've bought like. 20 plus copies of vampire the masquerade bloodlines <laughs> right i mean four of those are physical copies yeah. you know one of them was at launch and that one got lost and then i bought another one um which was i was still like a 40 50 game at the time then i bought another one and it was like on discount for like 20 bucks i'm like fuck yeah and then i saw a copy at like a walmart in clearance for like five bucks and i'm right. like yep uh, oh, Fallout awesome. One, Two, and uh, Tactics. I have physical copies of that. I mean, little ge- and that, those are other games that I own on both GOG and Steam. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I have it on both platforms. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, 
and I'm finding I'm, I'm doing that a bit more where it's like if I really enjoy a game and I have it on Steam, I have no problem rebuying it on GOG. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I mean, typically your GOG games are DRM free. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have to deal with the bullshit of, well, the servers went down. Yeah, exactly. Stuff it's like yours. that. You mm-hmm. can put it on a thumb drive if you want it or yeah. upload it to your Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, toss it to be archived forever. And that yeah. way it's always yours in your possession. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the cool thing is now GOG's on the money because now they, I think once or twice a month, you can add Steam games. Yeah, they like give you, you a list and they're like, hey, we noticed you have some Steam games that are now available as part of uh, GOG Connect. You want to add them to your collection? I'm like, yes. Yeah, so smart. I probably have 40 or 50 games for free yeah. just because I already bought them on Steam yeah. and now they import it over to yeah. uh, uh, GOG. All, all the Saints Row awesome. games I have on GOG yeah. because of that. I mean, so cool. And I, that's a, I mean, that's another series I've bought multiple copies of the game. Mm-hmm. Of course, they've all been. Except for Saints Row Three, they've all been digital. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, but I mean, it's just one of those things. Like you, as you said, it's a very old man thing where you're like, I want the physical copy. Yeah. I also don't like dealing with the people I have to buy physical copies from. Bingo. So that brings it into the other deal. Is like, okay, so like Marco, you're in California. You essentially get to play a game five hours before it comes out. Because if usually the way it works, if I remember this right, on the East Coast, whenever they have their early releases for a midnight launch of a game, it comes out at 11. Yep. Right. But it's a worldwide launch set to the East Coast time, meaning that like whenever they get to play it by midnight, it actually unlocks for California at like eight or nine the day before launch. So it's like supposed to come out August 9th. Well, it actually unlocks because it's over like across the, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so and then Australia gets it. it a day late and then they get, yes, they get it a day after and they have to pay triple in tax. Um, that's, that's, that's basically what they have to do. Um, haven't they suffered enough with all I, the I horrible know. creatures their, that'll kill everything yeah, with their right, 80 right. foot tall spiders and fucking <laughs> yeah, that was just, crazy climb out of your your air conditioning car <laughs> oh god yeah and it's just like a, it's a snake with feet and you're like i yeah. don't know what the fuck that is ladies like, what is that? argue with you like what are you doing back here that's a fucking big ass face hugger right there <laughs> right oh they do have terror it's like the ocean but they're on land <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like uh, they just discover new things yeah oh. it's like oh that's that's another thing that'll kill you it's like wow. what? that's a cat with a lobster tail look at that one like <laughs> And you're just like, saying this all nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah, no problem, oh yeah. mate. No, don't. He'll hiss at you. He'll scream, <laughs> and they scream like goats. So like ah, like whatever the yeah. whatever the thing is. It doesn't matter. It's like a bird that howls, and you're like, oh, the, oh. but oh, that koala looks so adorable. Don't get near that thing. Why? What's what's wrong with it? It'll give you chlamydia. Yeah, what? That's, <laughs> that's that's not a real koala, by the way. That's actually a uh, <laughs> that's no, a like, donkey. The, and you're like, the, uh, what is it? The, the koalas actually will spread chlamydia through like their bites and shit like <laughs> it is clap. weird as shit like who the fuck <laughs> oh, they are like they sleep man. like 18 hours a day and those Filthy. other hours they are violent little fuckers i was about to say they have all that, all that chlamydia war took it took yeah. it out of them yeah um <laughs> it's all those leaves man all those leaves but like there there are huge incentives for digital yeah one of the main ones my PS3 cannot read discs anymore. 
the laser went out on it. And to replace the laser for the big bulky size PS3 will cost more than buying another PS3 on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. Any of those systems that have discs, any of them, that have the moving parts, the motors, all that stuff, over a long enough timeline, they will fail. They just will. And let's not just limit it to disc-based systems either. What's the market like on refurbishing and re, you know redoing classic systems? Yeah. Your your NESs, yeah. your your uh, Mega Drives, right. hell, your fucking Ataris and ColecoVisions. There's a big market for that amongst people of our generation who are like, we need to experience the past. We don't care that it doesn't look like a AAA title now. Yeah, these are games I remember. Yes. that I want to relive. Yeah, and we don't want to forget them. And yeah. there, there is a sense as you get older, and you'll notice it more. Like so, all you kids listening, listen up. Uh, as you get older, you start having not necessarily nostalgia for the thing that you grew up with, mm-hmm. but more so of a an overall empathetic view of whatever hobby you're in. So, like, you don't necessarily want to play Mickey Mouse capades like I do. Because, oh, I used to play Mickey Mouse Capades, and isn't this cool? You want to be able to make sure that it's able to be played. That way, the next generation that has no context of what Mickey Mouse Capades is will be able to see it and see how far we've come as a, you know. It's more of like, now you're becoming a historian versus, oh, I'm just a guy that likes to play games. Um, And I've noticed that's a trend kind of on YouTube is... Like, all three of us are getting quite a bit more traffic lately on our respective platforms from people that are going to look at us and our generation, you know, early, mid-30s, as the, oh, well, they're the experts. They they were actually alive and grew up during the Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. So I wonder what their opinion is on the SNES Classic. You know, because and your, your viewers are like 12, which is fucking scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole, that opens up that whole thing about the PewDiePie shit and like, what are these kids watching? But like, knowing that you are now kind of the authority, like people are looking at you as the the way of, wow, what games should we play, old man? I'm interested in the old stuff that you what guys What kind like. of stuff do you like? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to give you a whole list of things you don't. Yeah, you will appreciate them and you will enjoy them because we didn't have much choice back in my day. <laughs> yeah, go play the Here, original Ninja Turtles game on regular Nintendo, and then you'll really here's appreciate ghouls that. and ghosts. Enjoy. <laughs> Tell yeah. me when you beat it and get the true ending. <laughs> yeah, Your four years souls. later, I've given out. up on this, sir. <laughs> Is there even a true ending? Did you get the shield? <laughs> There's a shield? Yes, it spawns on your second playthrough. You need to carry it with you until the end. And then, only then do you get the true ending. And they just kind of flip a table and walk the fuck out. Like, like everybody it. who's ever played Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's so bizarre to to be in that kind of area now to where... You know, whenever we're doing a, uh, you know, whenever I'm doing my unboxing, I'm like, oh, look, Chrono Cross. I'm like, Chrono Cross was a great game. PS1 RPG. Like, we all know it. Like, we played the shit out of Chrono Cross. And then people in the comments are like, I've never heard of Chrono Cross. (laughs) 
What? Like, you never heard of Chrono Cross. Get out of here. And, like, I think they're kidding. But now I'm learning that they're not kidding. <laughs> like, they, these people don't know that they're too young or they just got into the hobby or, like, it, it, the hobby's way bigger than it's ever been before. But it still goes yeah. to show how niche that hobby was for the past 30 years. That, like, kind of like how we discussed with comics. Like, I'm just now really getting into comics. And people are like, oh, no, you read you read Civil War, right? And I'm like... No. And then they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You haven't read Civil War? Like, it's one of the, like, people just can't <laughs> fathom. I I get that sometimes with wrestling. Where, because mm-hmm. I, I go through phases where I'll go and I'll be, like, super heavy into it. And then I'll be like fuck this and i'll take like anywhere between five and and seven years off oh yeah yeah and then i'll come back and there's all new faces and i'm just like who the fuck's this asshole and somebody's like he's the best one out i'm like what the fuck yeah yeah like and they're just like you don't know who you know um like for example like i i'm familiar with with daniel bryan's work uh brian danielson's work and all the stuff so i'm gonna use his as example i'm like who the fuck's this this Daniel Bryan guy, and they're like, "You've never heard yeah. of Daniel Bryan?" And right. I'm like, "No." <laughs> like, and I, as I said, I'm just using that as an example because he's kind of one of those people that somebody who stopped watching, who is mm-hmm. now getting into the product, is just like, "Well, what's the big fucking deal with this guy?" And they're just yeah, like, yeah. and then they explain the story, and you're just like, "Just like Wait, what? How 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 long was he wrestling for?" Like, yeah, it's like this young guy, like that exact situation happened with me and CM Punk. Yeah, oof. That exact thing happened because I was out of the game. Like I stopped watching in like 2002. Mm-hmm. And then I came back at the pipe bomb, which is 2010. Yeah. 2011 ish. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, that was almost a decade. And then my friend was like, Oh shit, dude, do you watch wrestling? And I was like, nah, I haven't watched it in, you know, a long time, but like, I like it. I like the old stuff. And he was like, do you know who CM Punk is? And I was like, I don't know what you just said to me. Like well, I don't I don't know what that. Are means. you offending me, sir? He's like, how could you? Um, but then but then he was like, no no no, you got to watch this. And then he showed me the the raw replay uh, on YouTube or whatever of the pipe bomb, and I was like, who is that guy? I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Because I knew what he was saying was true, and the fact yeah. that he was dropping like New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor and saying those words like on Cole WWE Cabana. TV, yeah yeah, and like fourth wall <laughs> shit, and I was like, you're not supposed to do that. Like I knew even from back in the day, like Attitude Era. You weren't supposed to do that. Like you weren't supposed to call out Vince. You weren't supposed to. And I was like, "Motherfucker, uh, you're breaking kayfabe. What are you yeah. doing?" I was like, "You <laughs> are doing something." Like I, I lost my mind. I was like, "Give me more on this guy." And that's whenever he was like, "Oh, if you like CM Punk, you'll really like Daniel Bryan." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." And then that whole thing—that's what started all of it. And then from there, I was like, "Oh, the go to sleep. What is this?" And which introduced me to Kinta. And then it was like, <laughs> then the whole fucking thing unraveled. And now I'm like, it's that meme where you you see the brains at the different uh, <laughs> the different levels. And, and it's like, what's the CM Punk guy? And then at the end, it says Kinta, and I'm like, blah, like the, the rays of light are shooting out of my brain. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I'm, it's. Uh, I mean, uh, see, with with CM Punk, I was familiar with his his work prior because he worked in TNA, and people don't like to talk about that. Oh, but huh, interesting. He, he worked in TNA uh, as well as Ring of Honor around the same time because they had that deal where, like, oh, you could work for them and work for us, and no big oh, deal. Right. Yeah. Um, 
it was funny because he was part of Raven's group in TNA, but he was feuding with Raven in Ring of Honor. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh-huh. Which was a very interesting thing. But, I mean, we also had um, part of the the TNA group. You had him. You had Mickey James uh, mm. was part of that group, too. Oh. Like, it, this is, I'm, so this is before she even came in as the, the crazy Trish stalker thing. Yeah, but, the... But I mean, like, um, like with with Maury and like when me and her watch wrestling, mm-hmm. I've watched so much stuff that like I'll mention something and she go and it's that situation of like, what's this? Like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, you got to do. Yeah, I know what we're doing tonight. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like deep dive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just added heat the first year of heat. To yes. The they got, yeah, I think, yeah, the yeah. first year and a half of Thunder. S.A. <laughs> um, Rios. On on uh, the network, so I mean, it's just like, oh, I can't wait! I can't wait for some of this stuff to to come. And apparently, now they're promoting the um, the Global Force Wrestling Network. Oh boy, what a treat! Uh, they did. Um, so they they did a uh, dinner for three, and yeah. they talked about it was Shane Angle and AJ, and mm-hmm. they were talking about well, you're the match you the matches you and. And AJ had, Kurt, were really good. And they showed clips from TNA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And then they kept on going back to it. Like they were talking about like Kurt versus Shane. And you see the King of the Rings stuff. And it's just like, and then Kurt versus AJ. And it would go to the TNA stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? End of the episode, it goes, if you'd like to see more, or if you'd like to see all the matches between Kurt Angle and AJ Styles, download the Global Wrestling Global Force Ooh, Wrestling app Force Network. and yeah. I, network. And I was just like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. What? That that's part of that Jeff Jarrett Hall of Fame deal right there. Yeah. He was like, I'll join the Hall of Fame if you fucking give my thing. But he has Why nothing to do with with the, the Global Wrestling Network anymore. Because uh-huh. Anthem got rid of him because of his yeah. escapades in, in fucking Mexico. Debauchery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me, a literal debauchery. Let me throw t- t- tortillas and pour beer on people. Debauchery. Jesus like, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's... I would not be surprised if I know we're going to see more TNA stuff on the network, but I wonder if there's going to be a time where select TNA material gets put permanently on the network. I mean, yeah. And plus if Kurt Angle name dropped TNA, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, Oh, they they drop it in the network network. Oh yeah. They apparently it's no longer one of those forbidden words they can use. Hmm. So, so right there is, yeah. That's, but I mean, you don't have to put everything on the network. Right. I mean, yeah. you got Bobby Roode, you got Samoa Joe, yeah. you got AJ Styles. I mean, those are three big fucking names that came out of TNA. Yeah. yeah. You know, just I mean, get well, some of their choice matches. Shit, you can get there. the Mick Foley stuff yeah. that he did there. I mean, yeah. you know. Him, him against Abyss in that Monsters Ball match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Him versus Sting in the fucking cage match that I have on DVD somewhere. Yeah, that match actually was not too bad. No, it wasn't a bad one. Um, it really wasn't. They both came to play that day, so that was um, good. Sting and Hogan, uh, where he's doing the crazy Joker face paint thing <laughs> with the bird. <laughs> uh, like it, just little things like that. I, I would like to see that come, but I know a lot of people didn't watch TNA, and I did. 
Yeah. So if they right. were to bring that, it'd be a lot of those situations of, oh yeah, we're like when uh, when me and Maury did some of our our special episodes, like we did the the Jolly Saint Mick Christmas yes. special. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we pulled TNA clips and we watched that, and it was the first time she had really watched TNA. Interesting. And it was just like. I mentioned it like we did TNA Thanksgiving, which was great it was <laughs> all, because I'd been talking about TNA for a while and I'm like, we're doing this. Yeah. And I, I didn't choose like I threw on a King of the Mountain match, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I threw like some of their worst matches that they did. I did a Feaster Fired and all the other stuff. But it was this whole situation of like, what am I watching? Like, this isn't horrible. Like right, yeah, because you have the from the outsider looking in, like you you have kind of the. It's like when it, the feeling you get when you see an okay CZW match. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because you're like, well, I thought this was bullshit. Like I yeah. thought this was just all a farce. Yeah. Or, or like you see a good like Juggalo wrestling match or whatever. Like yeah. whenever they because they get some great names and then you see it and you're like, wait, so the Juggalo wrestling thing's actually okay. <laughs> Like you have that perception of like, hmm, yeah, you get one good match and then you you're like, wow, that that actually wasn't bad. I'll go watch your next show, and you're like, what is this shit? <laughs> and you're like, never again. <laughs> you take a bath immediately afterwards. Uh, I mean, you're sticky with Fago anyway, so you need you to. Yeah, Jago. exactly. Oh. They baptized that you. That in Fago, <laughs> that in a. Oh God, I'm trying to think of the whole like. I grew up in a small town and like three of the people were juggalos and it blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck is this? But then they weren't just specifically juggalos. Like they didn't just all listen to, I, you know, and say cloud posse and ju- just that, but they would also listen to like Cottonmouth Kings. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> there's like this whole, like there's a there's, radius that yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's a hole yeah, in the middle you, and then it, yeah, you had you had ICP, you had Twisted, you had this group, <laughs> then you had Cottonmouth Kings, and then the from fucking there, clown with the axe logo or whatever that yeah, is. Well, yeah, the, well, that was a record label, uh, Psychopathic. Yeah. So it was just oh. like you had like the the main circle circle was like all the Psychopathic Records people, which the Juggalos would listen to. But then there were groups that were associated with them but they weren't part of the label it's like Cottonmouth Kings and they're like oh they talk about getting high all the time this is terrific this is what I <laughs> wonderful then you wake up you're wearing face paint and you're like what the fuck happened last night <laughs> did I get robbed it's like what happened yeah it's permanent it's just like oh god I have Jinko jeans sewed to my body I don't know <laughs> oh it's the hot the topic Malenko. jeans is this a Dean Malenko shirt <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's the it's the it's the pants that come automatically with a chain wallet. Like they just oh. they just come. You buy it with a chain wallet, and then and not only that, but they have hooks that hook on to like they're like strips of other denim that like they clip onto other parts of the pants, <laughs> like they're suspenders like, almost, but they're not. <laughs> but, but not they're like Tetsuya Nomura fucking pants, like just belts everywhere. Like you oh, have shit, it's Hardy Boys pants. <laughs> it is the Hardy Boys pants. Holy shit! Hardy <laughs> Boys is like a hot topic has come to life. Yeah. That's. <laughs> oh, but. So the real question: When you buy your ICP albums, do you do it <laughs> physically or digitally? 
Because <laughs> for the historical value. The answer is neither. Um, <laughs> I buy it to fucking burn it. <laughs> no, I, you, you don't buy it. That's a thing. You get a friend to burn you a copy. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of that, that's a lot of that's what happens with, with them, too. Like, um, at least the, the people I knew were pretty broke. So we always had, like, somebody would buy the new album, and then I'd run off, like, four copies okay. of it. Charge you and they're like, bucks. here you go. Here's the new album. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yep. Oh man, it reminds me. There was a guy on our block that would make like floppy disk copies, mm-hmm. but that way that's that's how you could like go to the library and like rent a uh, you know Apple II game or whatever or like something mm-hmm. for a Commodore, and then like you could have him rip a copy and each disk was like three dollars, so way cheaper than buying it. But like it was the type of you 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 imagine it in your mind's eye now and you're like it's a wonder we were not murdered uh, like going into this guy's house cuz there was nothing there was nothing in this guy's house like i'm i'm convinced now that this guy was like a drifter and he <laughs> all he did was like set up he probably had eight houses that he set up shop in that way the cops could never track him to one right and who knew what other shit he was doing, but he had a thing that could make copies of floppy disks. I don't know why. He just did. <laughs> I was like, great, awesome, really cool games. Oh, man. See, that's what these kids nowadays are missing. You don't understand the fun of having the danger of walking into some <laughs> fucking stranger's house, getting rips of fucking floppy disks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or walking into a Chinese restaurant in the hood where there's a guy sitting in the corner going, what movie are you looking for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or in the same Chinese restaurant the on the other corner, there's a guy and he's sitting like this. And then you could see some seats behind him and people are talking. But if you approach that side of the restaurant, he's like, yep. no, no, you're not walking over here right now. Yeah, like, no, you'll come back later. Well, like, get your fucking fortune yeah. cookie. Here you go. Yeah. No, you're uh, you're sitting over there, and like you're like, okay, great, great, thank you, sir, for not murdering yeah. me in a Chinese restaurant because you know they just had a bucket they could just clean up after themselves, like <laughs> whatever, like they had to do, and then they just <laughs> the world's different now. The world's way yeah. different. Yeah, it's too safe. Yeah, yeah, there's no danger anymore. As <laughs> which is Kids have it too easy. Oh, it's just a blatant fucking lie, but <laughs> oh. kids have it too he- too easy. You can just go onto your internets and find yeah. what you're looking for. It's just Back a dark day- web where everything is. You don't have to work for it. Back then, we we need to do all this other shit to have an opportunity <laughs> to talk to somebody who might be able to help us out. Yeah, the guy who might understand what a Coleco Vision was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just. I don't, I, fuck, <laughs> I feel old now, <laughs> shit. Yeah, but like, it, to think about, because we came up before the internet, mm-hmm. there was no internet. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still like DARPA net yeah. back before we fucking knew about the AOL discs and all the shit we joke about. Yeah. Like. Still all those tubes. That's right. It was all tubes and Al Gore just invented it and it was all, <laughs> yeah, it was all great. And you had to get a massive compact presario computer to run it on. Either yeah. that or a gateway that came with a big cow box 
guys don't even know about the fucking cow boxes anymore. Like <laughs> some net zero my, discs, and you have to run the banner. Funny, <laughs> funny enough about the cow box thing. Uh, last year, I replaced my mouse pad, which I had originally gotten from my gateway computer. Yeah. So it was the cow mouse pad. Oh, that's sick. I bet you could find awesome ones on eBay. Probably. Eh. Depends on how many stains you want on it, because you you know you always set your coffee on there. Oh, of course. Yeah. See, I have this really, like, really dank. I'll, I'll even show you guys what it is right now. It's going to show up backwards on the uh, mm-hmm. camera for whatever reason. Skype just likes to, like, make the cameras reverse for whatever reason. Yeah. Dude, this is an old-ass mouse pad. I got it as a manager of a GameStop, and it's an Age of Conan Okay, look at that shit, dude. Look at that dank. Just what that is terrific. Like they were like, "Hey, hey, kids, here's your here's your scantily clad Age of Conan thing." And I was like, "Yeah, I need a mouse pad. Why not?" You should have you should have played that game. It's gonna blow up. Yeah, oh, it's the hottest thing. If you get the it's pre-order the incentives, yeah. <laughs> uh, just get the kids to pre-order it, and we're gonna send you a bucket, and the bucket's gonna have an art book in it. But when I say art book, it's a four-page note card that I folded. And <laughs> like those fucking things were always dreadful. I I have like four or five actually awesome pre-order bonuses that mm-hmm. they would send store managers and stuff. Like there's one, it's a lithogram of it was Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Ooh. So that's like PS2 regular Xbox era, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Signed by Ed Boon. And it's like, it's an actual lithograph, like, comes in a frame type thing. Yeah. Like, that's one of the good ones that I kept. Um, the one that I wish I still had. So, if we want to talk about, like, Marco, you, earlier you were talking about, like, deep, deep niche game, like, very yeah. deep dives. There was a game called Steambot Chronicles on oh. PS1? PS2. Uh, yeah, I think so. Steamboat, Steamboat, Steambot. Steam, Steamboat, Steambot Chronicles, one of those things. Yeah. So in Japan, it was called Bumpy Trot, okay. which is hilarious. So Bumpy Trot, they sent a pre-order bonus for that game. It was a harmonica. It was like a little mm-hmm. keychain harmonica for Bumpy Trot. And I was like, ah, this is funny. And I had it for the longest time, and I can't remember what happened to it. Now that fucking harmonica is going for like $85. Wow. Just, okay. I'm like, what? So all of these weird pre-order bonuses, like, get yourself a pre-order bonus. Like, go into your GameStop pre-order whatever games you're giving away pre-order bonuses, and then go in the next day and fucking cancel all of your pre-orders. <laughs> so, <laughs> the problem funny. is most of the pre-order bonuses now are DLC. Yeah. Mm. Right. Going back. To um, that. getting physical, like thing. Like one of my one of my absolute favorites um, was it was it was a GameStop thing. Uh, I actually had to argue with them about getting it. Uh, I pre-ordered the TNA Impact game, oh, and yeah. the pre-order bonus was a DVD with a bunch of TNA matches on it. Yeah. And I was oh, just cool. like, "Oh, this would be pretty cool," you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, those those fuckers were like, "Yeah, we there's no pre-order bonus for this game." I'm like, really? Because my thing here, because I printed out my little receipt and stuff like that, yeah. and it mentions the pre-order bonus. I'm like, like right there. What does that cough, say? Cough up the DVD. Yeah, that's pretty much what it came. Most of the times, I, and when I said 
I hate dealing with people that I buy games from. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because nine times out of ten, I've had to argue about getting my pre-order bonus. Yeah. At least from GameStop. Uh, when I dealt with Game Crazy, they were just like, oh, you bought this? Uh, well, we got leftovers of the pre-order bonus, so here. Here's a bunch <laughs> yeah, of... Yes, yeah, they'll go the other way. Like, oh, random person off the street, here you are. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, what is it? Uh, I bought a Steelbook uh, Halo 2 because I was like, mm. it was it was cheaper than the actual edition. And I was like, oh, all nice. right. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, let me go and get that Steelbook. And they're like, oh, since you got the Steelbook, here's the pre-order bonus. And mm-hmm. you know what? We got a bunch of these Halo 2 release pins, which oh, was cool. actually like the pre-order at Game yeah. Crazy ones. Yep. And they're like, here, we'll just throw those in the bag, too. <laughs> so yeah. awesome. So I had like 12 of these fucking pins just laying around. I, I remember the, like, so how many, how many like midnight launches have you guys gone to? I, Ooh. I've only done one and it was a console. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And yeah. it was the uh, Xbox 360. Hmm. Yeah. And I said, never the fuck again. Yeah. <laughs> Some dankness right there, yeah. and I, I wasn't even buying the console. I was, I went with somebody who was. Uh, the place they were going to, it was a Kmart, and there was no, they didn't do pre-orders. <laughs> and they were, they basically said the day Ooh. of, they're like, we have Ooh. seven Xbox 360, um, the the standard. We have five of the next tier, mm-hmm. and this is before they came out with the Elite. So you just had the starter and then you had the standard with the 20 gig hard drive on it. And um, they had five of those. And he goes, I'm getting one of those fucking consoles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we camped out uh, in front of that Kmart for something like eight hours. Oh, geez. And Mm. he ended up getting the standard without the hard drive. And he was so fucking pissed. I'm like, I'm like, dude. You got a fucking console, though. Yeah, you got the thing. But then I remember that first thing of the hard drives. They were priced like a ridiculous amount. Yeah, they were. They were outrageously priced until they went with the slim models. Yes. Yeah. And I remember like if your if your hard drive like there was a little button that would like unhook it from Mm -hmm. the top. Yeah. Like so it, it. Yeah. And it would like slide. So it but if that button for whatever reason broke. Your hard drive just kind of like bloop, like you just hit, put it on there like a hat, like it couldn't move and it couldn't move. Like oh, you had to wedge it in. Yeah, yeah. My my friend used electrical tape and he like had to like tape it so it looked like this yeah. really, really bad like Jerry rigged like <laughs> so goofy. One one thing with the uh, with the Xbox 360 launch though was they gave you a free faceplate. Because those were going to be a big thing on the oh, Xbox huge. 360. <laughs> those are some other things, dude. Some of those faceplates, like the Viva Pinata one, it's like, yeah, whatever. But there was one, there was a faceplate that you got from going to the press briefing at that E3. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that thing's like $700. Yeah. You find one of those, like, it's a gold mine, and you're like, oh, the faceplate? Like, come on. <laughs> well, uh, like, is, I, like, I understand it for, like, the, you guys remember the Game Boy Micro? Mm-hmm. The little tiny, that Game Boy Advance? Those had faceplates, and those yeah. are all very valuable because they didn't make very many of them. But these faceplates for the 360, they made a billion of them. They made so many of them. They made a ton of them. 
but they didn't v- make too many different varieties of them. That's yes, the that's biggest true. thing. They only released, I think, like something like thirteen different faceplates. That includes that that exclusive one for the uh, for the uh, uh, E3 briefing. But yeah. I mean, even then, I mean, you're just like you had a choice between, I think, a wood grain, um, a Viva Pinata. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the two I remember. They have a, a Gears one, which was like black with the red Gears logo. Um, I think they had one for... Uh, did they have one for Sneak King? That <laughs> that Burger King game? Burger King game. I uh, don't think possible. so. Oh, Sneak King. Um, um, actually, I'm pulling up in a complete list. There's a Jack 24 Jack Bauer... A twenty-four karat, uh, twenty-four karat gold uh, looking one. There was one for twenty-eight days. There was one for three hundred. There was Gray Team, which is a three-four-three uh, studio. There's a uh-huh. autographed version of that. Three sixty junkies. Actually, the, yeah, I think a lot of these are like aftermarket ones, though. Oh, like okay. this complete list, oh, okay. because it's yeah, just like. Oh, there's over a thousand of them. Like bullshit, there is. Yeah, yes, like Jimbo's <laughs> Wonder Emporium yeah. made. Yeah, and one. I'm looking at some of these, and it's like, oh, there's a Clockwork Orange and an A Team one. I'm like, yeah, there it's wasn't like, those. That, that is not true. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like PSP movies. You remember that shit? Yeah, right. <laughs> All those UMD <laughs> movies because you need movies. a you need your copy of Steam Boy for the for the UMD. The, <laughs> the Fifth Element. Be sure to get these three episodes of Ghosts in the Shell on your PSP. Oh, Ninja Scroll. <laughs> Ninja Scroll? Dude, I had a fucking box set of Ninja Scroll. But <laughs> my, it was Suncoast Video. They were, they had, they were trying to give yeah, that shit Suncoast. away. Do yeah, Suncoast, man. They were trying to give that shit away. They were like, please, it's a whole, the, all of Ninja Scroll in this tin, and it's $4. And I was like, what a great deal. That's a whole complete show for $4. Yeah. I saw three episodes of that show, and I was like, this is fucking trash. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I just, Suncoast is another place that the kids don't, can't they appreciate. Don't, nope. Sam Goody, nope. Yep. Well, I have to get all my man videos. Well, Sam, FYE. Sam, well, see, yeah, I was going to say, Sam Goody became FYE. Um, and, I mean, there's still some FYE locations, but most of them have kind of dried up. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, Tower Records. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. A lot of people talk shit on places like GameStop and Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like... I, you know what? I'm spoiled by Steam sales and Best Buy and GameStop charge way too much money for a brand new game. And it's like, well, you've never been to a Suncoast. You've never been to an <laughs> FYE because the new releases for like games or let's say records. Okay. So I remember I wanted to buy, um, I think it was the corn album after issues, whichever one came after issues. And I was like, oh, the new Corn album, and this is a band I grew up with. Let me go see. FYE for a fucking CD. Now, keep in mind, MSRP for CDs, back when CDs were the thing, mm-hmm. was anywhere from 14 to 
ish. Yeah. Right. That that's about right. De- depending on region. I mean, yeah. up, up in the northeast, it was between fifteen and twenty. Yeah. So, it, so right around there. Fye. Yeah, it was around there. Thirty six ninety nine. Was it a double disc? No. <laughs> Oh no! Those were forty two ninety nine. Like the markup, the margins were nuts. Like posters, twenty two ninety nine for those six dollar posters you buy at Walmart, twenty two ninety nine. And I was like, this. I, I even back in the day, I was like, what fourteen? I was like, fuck this trash. Those, like I, those giant panel pages. Oh yeah. Yeah. The only time I legitimately uh, bought from FYE was when it was either in their clearance section, because their clearance section usually had some pretty decent prices. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If they really had to get rid of stuff, it was pennies on the dollar. Yeah, pennies on the dollar. Suncoast was the same way. I think I picked up uh, Ichi the Killer for like three dollars. See, I, I will say that that's where Suncoast like hit it out of the park. And Suncoast was the only place that you could actually, if you were in a mall, you could go and they had import movies to buy on the shelf. Mm-hmm. That's where I got Versus. Yep. That's where I got. Uh, oh shit! That might be the first place I ever bought Old Boy. I know that's the place I bought um, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. So any of the Tartan Asia Extreme, like the Tartan Asia Extreme label, they had all of them. There was one called uh, H that I got that was kind of like a mm-hmm. weird detective Silence of the Lambs movie. Um, uh, Visitor Q was another one. Visitor, oh, that's a fuck crazy movie. Um, <laughs> that should be our next watch list. No, no one should watch <laughs> Visitor Q. Uh, now, if we do that, then the one after that has to be Audition. <laughs> yeah, you hey, I dig it. Paper bag my, the same my, way again. My my wife is still very upset at me for making her watch audition. Um, <laughs> her exact quote. Her exact quote after we got done watching that movie is: "She turned to me and verbatim she said, I thought you loved me.' <laughs> that was her exact. And I was like, that's a pretty perfect response.' That is actually. terrific. Um, <laughs> but." Um, but I dude, know. Suncoast was the the real yeah. deal. They also had a wrestling videos. Yes, it did. That's where I got my Mick, my Mick Foley greatest hits. The one where it's funny if you watch it now because he's telling these stories to two people, and at the time I didn't know who the two people were. But if you look at it now, it's Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and this is oh, pre three. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. This was a pre uh, Terry Invitational ladder match. Hardy Boys. So it's right whenever they had Gangrel, they were just starting to become new brood, but it was right before that ladder match happened. So they weren't really big deals then, but it's just Mick Foley talking about stuff. And they're like, so do you remember that hell in a cell? And he was like, no, I don't remember any of it. Like, (laughs) but let's watch it anyway. Um, (laughs) Like that was, that was a really good set, but yeah, they had that. They had import wrestling stuff. That's where I Mm -hmm. got uh, the IWA King of the death match. Stuff with Terry Funk versus Mick Foley. Um, I know I used to get some FMW stuff there. Yeah. And that stuff was like 20 bucks-ish, but yeah. I mean, for an import DVD of yeah. like, not a bad deal. Like, even back then, not a I bad I mean, deal. Try, try to buy an import DVD now and not spend oh, like yeah. $30, $40. Um, yeah. My ex got me a import copy of Johnny Mnemonic. Um, oh, wow. 
the reason why is because it has the the theatrical cut, which everybody in the U.S. who has watched the movie has seen. Yeah. But then it also has the Japanese cut, which has a lot more Takeshi Kitano, and the movie actually makes fucking sense. Oh, that's awesome. So, and yeah. it ran her uh, before shipping like $80. <sighs> Because wow. it was one of those, it 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 had to be imported. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you had to deal with the uh, the import fees from Japan to. Uh, it was just it was bad, but I mean it's yeah. great fucking film. I'm thankful to have it. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah that, that's where I got like Zatoichi. Uh, yeah, they had the oh, and they they were also the only retailer Suncoast for a while that had the Criterion Collection yes. on disc. Like they had lock on Criterion Collection, but once again, you were spending fifty dollars for a DVD because it's the Criterion Collection. So they put this tax on it. I was like, Jesus, man! Unless you knew people, <laughs> yeah. Unless you got that guy making dank floppy disks down in I, the basement. <laughs> no, I um, because I hung out at the mall all the time. I kind of just started knowing people. One of the guys worked at Suncoast, and I'm just like, I'm really looking at that Criterion Fear and Loathing, but. Fifty four ninety nine is a bit much for it. And he goes, well, I mean, it only costs like twenty bucks. Yeah. He goes, just he goes with my discount, it'll be this. So just give me the money and I'll buy it for you. And I'm like, all right, deal, <laughs> deal. And it and it ended up being like a thirty dollar thing, but it was a Criterion yeah. collection and yeah. and so on and so forth. Now you can get Criterion collection shipped for like twenty bucks. Yeah, and you get full complete, not complete Criterion collections, but like I think they have segments. Like, mm-hmm. here's Criterion Collection from 1912 until 1940. Yeah. And it's like, buy those. And then 1955 through 1970. And you're like, okay, buy those. And even those are like 60 bucks, and you get 10 yeah. films. Um, so The only I, thing is, like, some of those Criterion Collection films got vaulted, though. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's good luck finding some of them. That's true. Um, I know I signed up with Hulu initially because of uh, yes. they had to deal with the Criterion Collection. I'm not sure if they still do, but uh, maybe, or it may have moved over to like crackle or some weird, it might have one off thing. Um, um, I know I was super excited because they had all the old Zadoichi films. Yeah, like, and I was just, I spent like a week just binge watching each one. I'm like, Oh, these are so good. Yeah. <laughs> these movies are perfect. And like yep. another company that's finally like taking it down a notch is HBO. So I, I'm a huge fan of a lot of HBO shows. Like The Wire, I still think, is one of the best television shows ever made. But, like, I'm a huge Six Feet Under fan. I love Six Feet Under. What a great show. It's really fucked up, but it's awesome, and I highly recommend it for everybody. First, first season, $40 on DVD. <laughs> so that's way better than it used to be because each season of an HBO show used to be, like, $89.99. And yeah. it was like the locked price of HBO stuff, like oh, prime time entertainment. Yeah, and you're like ah, whatever. But, well, but yeah, it, now I mean the prices came down when they did when Blu-ray became a thing. Yes, like the DVD prices yeah. went yeah. from eighty nine ninety nine down to about like fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, now it's better uh, because I mean, like another one was Oz. Mm. If you tried to find a oh, box yeah, at yeah. Oz, Oz, holy shit, that stuff was expensive. But now like you go to freaking Walmart. Oz seasons are nine ninety nine. Like, you can get all yeah. of Oz for sixty bucks. Are you kidding me? Like, that's crazy. And it was a great um, show. Yeah, it really oh, was. Yeah. And like Deadwood. Uh, oh, Deadwood. They, they have some good shit, man. Uh, yeah, like HBO back in the day. Yeah, Mwah. I mean they. 
you know, people talk like, oh, the Sopranos and all the other stuff. But I mean, give me Deadwood. Give yes. me Six Feet Under. Yes. Give me, um, you know, uh, Carnival. Carnival yeah, was another dude. really good one. It was. And that, I, I have a soft spot for Carnival because I really liked the writing in it. I was like, oh, oh the writing was fantastic. Really cool. It was Ronald D. Moore who then went to go do Battlestar Galactica. So I was like, yeah, man, six degrees of separation. Nice. The world. Um, but yeah, like, it's funny how that all kind of works together. But yeah, basically, this is another one of our episodes where like kids these days don't know how good they have it, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I was just really interested on your guys' take on that physical versus digital thing, because I think, you know, Internet's becoming more abundant. Um, storage space is definitely com- becoming more abundant. Like you can get, uh, we had to buy an external hard drive for my wife's laptop. She had to get a Windows update, and the computer didn't have enough space. Like it, it's one of those. Uh, it's not a Chromebook, but it's like one step above a Chromebook. Mm. So where it doesn't have Google OS, but it has like actual Windows ten. However, it only has a thirty gig hard drive. The Windows and he installs ten, like thirty five gigs or some well, shit. The Windows ten installed is twenty gigs. Right. It needed eighteen gigs to download, so it couldn't. It was like we need to update, and then you click update, and it's like we can't update. And you're like, uh, okay. Nice. So for ten dollars, we got a two hundred and fifty gig external hard drive. Ten dollars. Shit. What? Like, are you crazy? Like that? That's. I can't fathom that to a 250 gig hard drive in my mind. And this shows where my mind like stopped progressing, mm-hmm. I guess is like, you tell me 250 gig hard drive and I'm like, Oh, that's a good solid 89.99. Like that's where my price meter is on memory and like storage. And, yeah, shit. Yeah. and people are like, it's like $10. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, and I, <laughs> I look it up and I was like, what? How is I mean, this that's, so just, that's just like USB drives. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, USB drives go up to 512 gigs now, and you're like, "What the fuck?" How, how many how many thousands of dollars is that? Because I remember a one gig was like 40 bucks, 40 50 bucks. But now you're looking in like 128 gig thumb drive is 79.99, and you're like, "Man, that's because I'm kind of tempted to like upgrade the PC and stuff, mm-hmm. but I want to wait another five years because if I wait another five years." I'm going to have a five petabyte hard drive with like eight graphics cards and like all this shit for like 550 bucks. So like, all right, it'll run every game from the past 80 years in perfect four 16 K high fidelity. And like, (laughs) you know, it'll be, yeah, 500 bucks. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's, I mean, when you talk about drive space, um, when I got my Xbox One, I ran to the space. Uh, the problem with it only had a 500 gig hard drive, mm-hmm. and I needed an external. And I found a great deal, and I still think it was a great deal. A five terabyte external. Yeah. Sixty bucks. Whoa. Yeah. And that is what I run all my games on That's in amazing. my Xbox One. <laughs> and those games aren't small. I mean, you're yeah. looking. There's, oh yeah. 60, There's some of them. Gigs. Uh, what is it? I think the largest install I have right now is either Halo Master Chief Collection or Quantum mm-hmm. Break. 
Quantum oh, Break yeah. was like almost 200 gigs. Good Lord. Um, but that's yeah. because of all the full motion video right, episode yeah. things and such. That's kind of what uh, Final Fantasy 15 is like 110 gigs or something. Jesus. Something outrageous. Um, but yeah, a okay, perfect example is like I logged into my Google Drive earlier today. Mm-hmm. You now have 15 gigs of space on a free what? Google Drive. I what swear to God, go fuck? look it up right now. 15 yeah. gigs. I was like, you know what shit I could put up there for 15 gigs? I'll do a backup of Baldur's Gate 2 that I can download whatever I want. And it's right there on this digital fucking drive for free, forever, hooray. Like, yeah. 15 gigs for a free tier. I remember when they were stingy enough to not even give you one gig. They were like, mm, I don't know. Mm, what for a free? You're not paying us any money. How are we going to give you a gig of space? But then it's like 15 gigs free off the top. And they're like, if you want, we can make it bigger. Bigger? Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I going to put up here? That's I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at OneDrive because I, I used to use that a lot because uh, yeah. I had a Windows phone. And I have 15 gigs, uh, you know, gives you 15 gigs, which is great. But then on top of that, it's like, you know, learn how to get an extra terabyte of space and office. And I'm like, what? It's like <laughs> five bucks a month. I, I guarantee you it's something like five bucks a month. Uh, it's a hundred for the year. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. About seven. Oh, no. oh my mistake. <laughs> my mistake. Uh, it's to just get 50 gigs of monthly storage on your OneDrive is $2 a month. <laughs> dollars um, <laughs> $7 a month gives you one terabyte and uh, three uh, office 365 personal and um, 999 a month gives you the five terabytes and office 365 home for, for $11 a month you become mayor they just like <laughs> <laughs> here you are sir you have a city yeah enjoy I mean it's like what would you do with it, this is the old man philosophy. What would you do with five terabytes of space? Five terabytes? Who the fuck needs five terabytes? Like, <laughs> I upload my fucking videos onto YouTube. I do the podcast on my Amazon. What do I need five terabytes for? I my my desktop, my gaming rig, this whole thing, this production is running on a two gig hard or two terabyte hard drive. But you're giving me five terabytes for essentially a hundred bucks a year. Dude, that is broken. I used to think they were full of shit when they were like, yo, the whole Library of Congress can fit on a drive the size of your fingernail. And I was like, that's bullshit. That's an old wives' tale. No, now it's probably true. Not like, anymore. I, I mean, it's I mean, if I infinity copies of it on your if, thumb. Door. If I look at the video versions of the podcasts I record, every episode totals out to 59.5 gigs. And that is 32 episodes or 31 episodes of Gimmick Bag and 11 episodes of Pod Errors. That's full video, That's high full video. def archives. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I don't want. I don't. Yeah. Congrats, sir. Guess <laughs> what? You need to do that a thousand times. Yeah. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, if I look at just audio, it's on the two shows. It's 5.92 gigs. <laughs> gigs and you're just like what oh, how is cool. this how is this a thing yeah 
Like, what what kind of world do we live in? Like, <laughs> it, it, it it actually doesn't make sense. It's no. like we always joke at work, you know, tech support and all that shit. Like, what yeah, is yeah. the cloud? What is where is all this stuff? What's the cloud? That's the number one call we get from like faculty or staff or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they want to know just about computer shit, they call me and like, can you explain what Dropbox is? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, so, but then now I'm getting to the point to where I'm like. I don't know where this stuff goes. <laughs> like I, I mean, you know, I think YouTube said something about like per hour they go through a zenobite of data, yeah, or something like per hour. And I was like, oh, a zenobite? What is that? And zenobite is like a million petabytes, which is like five hundred billion meg or gigabytes, or it's some ridiculous amount. And I was like, okay, my mind actually can't comprehend what you're telling me right now. Like, the number is so astronomically big. And they're like, oh, we do that every hour. How are How is it not exploded? Like, whatever whatever server you got, how is it not on fire all of the time? Like, why, how are you not just in there with, with a fire extinguisher? Like, oh, God, help us. Like, what, what world are we in? I am. I'm looking this up, and maybe exabyte. That sounds about right to me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what's one? You know, a gigabyte to that. And I'm looking at it, and it's like one e plus nine. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> <laughs> they can't write the number because it's too big, so they have to like equation it. Like, oh, <laughs> just carry the the diameter of the. And you're like, oh, like this is so big. So much. Yeah, and it's like it's a thousand like one exabyte is a thousand petabytes. And it's like, what? How yeah. does that this this what world do we live in? Yeah. It's a, it genuinely doesn't make sense. It yeah. just it doesn't make sense. And see here we are talking about I wonder what's gonna happen if they can't store all of our video games anymore. And it's like, bro. On one of fucking those servers, you can store every video game ever made, including the video games that haven't been made for the next 20 years, Yeah, on one of those drives. One. Yeah. But see, th- thank God for Xbox, because they're the ones putting in the work for backwards compatibility. They're yeah, the oh, ones. Fuck yes. Like I'm, I'm about to go buy SSX three again because that's one of my favorite games of all time, and like I need that game in true high def, like beautifully running whenever I want it. I need that game. So there's that. There's Ninja Gaiden Black. There's I was looking through it last night for like an hour. I was like, yeah, I could buy that. I could buy that too. Like <laughs> I was going. It was like a. It was like a menu. I was well, like, I. That sounds delicious. Yes, I'll take one of those. Well, one of the things I I will say when you mentioned Ninja Gaiden Black, that's part of the Game Pass as well. Mm. That's the other thing. Ten bucks a month. All right, what, sir? What does this ten dollars a month give me? Do you see a game you like? Yes. <laughs> you just have it. <laughs> what do you mean you just have it? Oh, it's yours. Do whatever you want with it. Just download I mean, it. Delete it. You, download it again. An even crazier deal, and it's not as—I don't want to say it's as good as uh, as uh, Game Pass—is EA Access. That I was looking at that, and the reason why I—I'm this close to buying an old Madden game. I don't even care which one, because it's like I haven't played Madden 
since 2002. Mm-hmm. So any of the most recent Madden games are going to blow my mind. I'm yeah. going to be like, wow, look at these amazing technologies. And like, I, I'm going to be like, who are the players? I don't even know these people. Yeah. And then it'll be the football game I buy for the next decade. I could go get Madden 2018, like the most recent one, is at the $5 shop. I go to the yeah. five below, and they have Madden 18 on the wall, factory sealed for $5. I'm like, Madden used to cost a fucking lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> and I mean, you you mentioned Madden 18. That's also on EA Access. And it's like, uh, it's what, I think it's five bucks a month or $30 for a year. And you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Not only does that give you the vaulted games, which include things like the Mass Effect trilogy and mm-hmm. Dragon Age Origins and a bunch of the battlefields and, you know, uh, I think there's a Medal of Honor in there somewhere. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, like Mirror's Edge. Yeah. It's got Mirror's Edge and, and all this other stuff. I mean, you also get 10% off all your digital uh, EA purchases through the Xbox shop, which is pretty nice, especially yeah. when you're dealing with DLC. Oh, yeah. right. Well, um, sure. but I mean, just looking at it, I was like, um, like Dragon Age Two just went backwards compatible, which I'm excited about. Um, that and Saints Row Two, I was just like, oh fuck yeah. yes. Uh, now I'm just waiting on Dragon Age Two to hit EA Access, so I don't need to put my fucking disc in every time yeah. I want to play. <laughs> there you go. But it's like thirty bucks for the year, and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That's, like uh, that that's is amazing. If you're a fan of EA at all, that's. I mean, even if you're not, like, and you just like, <laughs> right, yeah, even right, if you're yeah. not, and you're like, "Well, I I like the I like the Bioware stuff." Um, yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda is on that list. Like Shit. that. I mean, uh, that game still. You go to a store, you're going to pay thirty bucks for. Yeah, you know. That's yeah, and you'll play true. you'll play through what once. Same price. You get a year worth of, of games through EA. Um, they do also offer it on PC as Origin Access, and it actually has more games, but right. it doesn't have things like FIFA, NHL, or oh, NHL. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't have the sports titles, but it's still a good fucking deal. I mean, yeah. 30 That's bucks. That's going, man. Like, hell, Disney's making their version of Netflix. Yep. You mm. know, and that's where all the Marvel shit's going to be. Um, Pretty much. Enjoy, enjoy some of that Marvel stuff on Netflix while you can, because that is all going to that Disney Network, whatever that's going to be called. <laughs> yeah, um, and and then and the movies too. So yeah, all the movies and the, probably the shows too. I know they're Netflix originals now, but I bet they jump ship. Uh, crazy, like money. Little bits of money now get you so much more, even mm-hmm. though money is arguably more worthless than it's ever been <laughs> like because, you know what i'm saying because it's like oh uh you know like look at the housing market like mm-hmm. holy shit what a clusterfuck but then but then yeah for what 20 bucks a year you get five terabytes of <laughs> uh, what like uh, all of it is just it's upside down land yeah it's uh, absolutely crazy I, 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 this world is absolutely crazy and I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know what that, like, we are able to do this and put it up on fucking all these places. Yeah. And then, like, I, I'm, I'm just trying to get it around my head that if I were to tell my 11 year old self, 
like you you know those EGM magazines that you read all the time, Little Wes? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Well, one day you're going to be just like that. You're going to be playing video games online. You're going to have a radio show where you talk about all this shit. People are going to listen and watch you. And I'm like, you're full of shit. Like, I would not have believed it whatsoever. You know, getting the dank floppy disks and stuff. Like, now everyone's able to do all of this. Like, if you have a creative bone in your body, there's a fucking way you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. It, it is it, once you get older, and a lot of the kids listen are like, "Oh, they're doing the old man thing again." But like, once you get older, you're really going to start r- realizing this, no, and it's going to become can. real. And you're going to look around, and you're going to be like, "I don't know who's this person on the radio. I don't yeah. know this song. Who are these artists?" And then you watch like a music award show, and they're like, "The album of the year goes to." Fucking, I I can't even name anyone. Like, nope. I don't know them. I don't know him. Like, and the Lifetime that? Achievement Award goes to somebody you listened to <laughs> in high school. <laughs> lifetime Achievement Award goes to Drake. And you're like, I thought what? Drake was still new. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> Drake, who's this Drake kid? You talking about the kid from Degrassi? Yeah, the guy that got to Wilshire after that shooting episode. Um, my favorite Drake thing, by the way, I'm going to just sidetrack, is whenever Drake uh, like confronted Eminem about doing a freestyle battle. Like he was like, oh, I could out freestyle Eminem, and then somebody replied to him and was like, Eminem's gonna put you in your fucking Degrassi wheelchair. Like that's that's where you're gonna end up if you try to go one on one with Eminem in a freestyle rapping contest. By the way, sir, he's gonna, oh man, he's gonna put you back there. Um, so spoilers for Degrassi, I guess. Like I mean, the show's only like thirty years old. <laughs> yeah, Degrassi only aired in nineteen eighty one. So that's fine. And and I only just aged myself. Yeah. yeah, no shit. It's like, by the way, Zach Efron was in fucking high school musical. Let's just <laughs> yeah. talk about that one. Zach Efron's 77 years old now. And he's <laughs> like Oh. Yeah, I mean, we just looking at some of the stuff, like I, and I've had this conversation privately with people. You look at stuff you listen to or or were into when you were in high school and now re- do the math on that. And you're like, Oh yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, air force ones by Nelly. And, uh, all that's, <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's <laughs> great. Fucking 15 year song? old song. Yeah. 15 but, years old. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, it, it, it blows my mind with all the, uh, all the kids with their nineties nostalgia. Yeah. It's, like and I'm just like, what year were you born? Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, Enjoy I'll, your juice box. We'll, we'll, I'll actually kind of live this nostalgia for you because uh, I live I through will, it. I will tell you that there are actual college students because that's part of my deal for work. Is I onboard like new incoming college freshmen and shit. They have birthdays. They have birthdays from 2004. They were nope. born in nope. 2004. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, motherfucker, I graduated a high school in yeah. 2004. Yeah, Not only here. do I know 2004, like, that felt like it was about six weeks ago. <laughs> like, it's, you know. I mean, there's there's little things that remind you of, of, like, how long it's been. Like, getting an invitation to a high school reunion and then saying, well, it's a 15-year reunion. You're like, What? It's been 15 years. 
I didn't go to the 10. No, we want yeah. you to be at the 15. Nope. Nope. Facebook <laughs> is just fine to see how you fuckers yeah. are doing. It's, uh, oh, it's <laughs> fucking scary, though. Yeah. That, that's love, the thing is, like, if I went to one of those, it'd be nothing but, like, Minions memes in real life. That's, <laughs> that's all it is on Facebook is, like, relatives. and like, have you seen this cheeseburger cat? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like... Everyone's so old, and they're referencing shit that I knew about when it was popular. Yeah. Like, all our base are belong to us. Like, yeah. kids don't understand salad fingers. They yeah. don't fucking get, what is it called, history of the world? The, or whatever, with like, oh, it's like, okay. Uh, with the rockets and shit. Oh my god, I need to remember that. Fire the missiles! Fire, yes, the missiles! But that I'm the thing. tired. <laughs> yes. So there's that. There's fucking salad fingers. There's uh, strong bad. Oh um, yeah. Then there, then there's stuff like Maddox. I remember mm-hmm. like Maddox stuff where he would grade children's uh, drawings, and like here's a child's drawing. Is this supposed to be a fire truck? You fucking suck. F. And like he just signs it with a big F. <laughs> it's like this is from like late '90s, like Attitude Era wrestling era internet. Yeah. You know, like Nickelodeon chat rooms. And the Habbo Hotel. <laughs> Neopets, which is still a thing. See, somehow. Yahoo, God bless. Yahoo Asian American chat room, room number one. <laughs> you had to get in the, the closer to the number one rooms were the best because that's where everyone was hanging out. Because then the overflow rooms. You didn't want to be yeah. in, in like chat room number seven because yeah, then it's just you no. and three other people and they're like, hey, <laughs> you want to hey, come to this website and see yourself. pictures of me? And you're like, not really, yourself. sir. <laughs> yeah, back in the days where you would you pop in a room and say hi, and then instantly you would have twelve people post ASL. Right yeah, ASL. Hey, so, hey, 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 are you a girl? <laughs> um, but they, but then you knew you you would it would be the cool kids club because if you were like a regular and there was only one other regular there for the time, it was like if you saw someone at a frat house party and you like see him across the room and you do that like nod like hey what's up man yeah, good to see you again like you have this whole yeah you're like mm, yep, yep yep seems we're still here okay and then <laughs> yeah um I, I guess that's a good segue to say by this time next week there's going to be a new com. so join join the web ring and oh. uh sign the guest book when that goes yeah. up i'm gonna have one of those little counters the page oh, yeah, counters I'll have a MIDI file of a Dragon Ball Z song. Or no, it'll be like a, a, a Breaking Benjamin song. <laughs> it would play like some awesome Aerosmith song. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make it look like an Angel Fire page. Dude, yeah. and it has the text that's actually on fire, and it's the animated GIF of it. <laughs> but then, then it has the then, white artifacts around it. In some <laughs> sections, you have to have like the like the fight, fighting game character doing their special move repeatedly across it. Holy shit! Yeah. And it didn't like it, it's in a table, so like the table like header, and then you have that picture that's going around, and then you have like my favorite movies, and then yeah. like <laughs> like my favorite songs. Just grab those gifts from like Fighters Generation webpage. That's right, and it's the weird smiley face that would do the thumbs up. <laughs> that had big old eyes. He's like, yeah. throw a gif of Bonzi Buddy on there too. Oh shit! Why not? Clippy comes out. Hi. Have, 
have a hidden like clickable thing and then it shows you a car like driving towards like towards the road and then all of a sudden you hear that Wah! like that loud <laughs> scream thing that the people fucking did things. back in the oh day. Oh my god. It and they have shit. the mouse cursor have like snowflakes <laughs> trailing behind it. Uh, if you can, you know, pass his pace. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so good. You got to oh, look my... real close. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Somebody's going to punch their monitor. That's just going to happen. <laughs> like fist goes straight through it. Oh my God. I think it's Yeah. Dude, the internet has grown so much, but not as that. It's changed entirely, but it's still exactly, exactly the same in yeah. those ways. But oh man. I mean, some things have gone by the wayside because, I mean, who uses AOL chat rooms anymore? But right. we've all upgraded the Discord. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, get on the Discord, everyone. Get on your Ventrilo server. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my Please gosh. Speak. Yeah. But, I think that's going to do it for episode number 56, the blast to the past episode of Brother. We went back in time. That's right. Back in time. And as much as it changes, it stays the same. Everyone go buy some physical games, man. Just go do that shit. Be an archivist. Have it as part of your library. Mm -hmm. But I'm Wes Gardner. And for Mr. Toddy VF and Mr. Marco Flores, we bid you all a very fine adieu. And uh, we will see you guys next week here on a new edition of Brother Around. Peace!